The following is a production of Galactic Netcasts. Welcome to Who Review, a little look at the episode Under the Lake. Right then, there's an isolated base with a diverse crew on board. There's a threat from which there's no obvious sign of escape. There are corridors which are set to be run down. And the arrival of the Doctor and his companion. Just as it's all kicking off. Well, what do you mean you've seen it all before? Surely not. I mean, after all, this is 2,119. There's an alien craft, a Scottish mining facility, and already we get a spooky reflection. Cue the titles. So, we're talking about a base under siege plot. Our heroes and a motley crew are trapped in an enclosed space. This has been a staple of Doctor Who for decades. All the way back to 1967. So, does Toby Whitehouse, the uh, creator, being human, do it any justice? I mean, since our show's resurgence, we've seen quite a few examples of this. Dalek, The Impossible Planet, Satan's Pit, Rebel Flesh, The Almost People. Can that being human creator bring anything to the table? Can he bring it to the table? He knocks it out of the park. Under the lake, borrow so many little bits from the Doctor Who in the past, from writing that can't be read, from the spooky settings. And let's be honest, it is a spooky tale set within the walls of the drum, an underwater mining facility. It's all a little bit creepy. And let's be honest, when you watch this, didn't you feel a little bit creeped out yourself? Didn't you find that the uh, apparently deserted base was just a little spooky? Did it remind you of any films? We'll come to that later. Now, I don't know about you, but if I found an artifact on the bottom of the lake bed, I'd probably have slightly better protocols in place, especially if I was in some sort of claustrophobic, underground, nuclear-powered base. And um, if I'd have had the initial meeting with the ghosts, I'd have been like, really sorry, Jack, this is a little bit scary, uh, I'm off. I mean, well, you would, wouldn't you? Especially, you know, with the old girl getting all a little bit squawky about it. But what an absolute treat. We meet the ghosts, and then we're straight into running down corridors. And where would Doctor Who be if we wasn't running down a corridor? It is a staple of the show, and it is one of the things in the modern era show which has been missing somewhat. But not in Under the Lake. Corridor running and psychic paper. Mentions of unit. The script makes an excellent effort um, to diversity and deepen what would otherwise be a, a, a usual gaggle of nameless folk. Um, having a deaf person in it, if I can be serious for a moment, um, I think is... It 
it's typical of Doctor Who, setting the standards, setting the setting the standards that other shows have to make. Um, did it detract from the show? It added to the show. It added that realism. It 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 added so much more. Um, I think personally, I've seen a, a little plot point form um, with the uh, with the translator, but it also gave us a wonderful, wonderful moment of um, of Capaldi's doctor proclaiming that he knows how to uh, how to sign, only to um, well, only to mess it up a little bit. I mean, uh, the doctor is not Mr. Tumble. <laughs> um, I thought it was quite quite good. It's um, the whole oh that skill's been deleted. I I love that that concept that you know who knows what he who knows what he knows now and who knows what he's had to forget. Um, there are several uh, several key key bits in there, and because my notes are all over the place this week, um, I'll be jumping back and forwards as normal. I say normal. <laughs> What's normal anymore? Especially when you've got ghosts on the base. Clara. I think Clara is normal. I think Clara is one of the, the most grounding forces. And I know I've been previously been a little bit mean about Clara. But, come on. The girl had an argument with Gandhi. She can't be all bad. What does that mean she is all bad? Anyway. The sense of claustrophobia is probably the biggest selling point of this episode. Um, watching uh, watching the crew's camaraderie crumble as the pressure gets to them. It's the, the gloomy lighting. The haunting score from Murray Gold. Normally I'm not a fan of a lot of the music in Doctor Who, but I think this, uh, this series so far, Murray Gold has pitched it just right. He creates the right sort of atmosphere and tension. It's that mixed with the, the the levels of sarcasm is incredible. Um, when the Doctor is in free flow about how wonderful it is, um, completely forgetting the human tragedy is quite funny. And I love the fact that Clara wanders around with flashcards. Um, I could do with some of those in my life because uh, you know I don't I'm not the most tactful of people. So, what did you think of the sarcasm? If you was the Doctor, what would you have to have written on one of your cards? Just a thought. Maybe you should email Dave at galacticnetcasts at gmail.com and let him know. Now, it's always quite an emotional piece when the, you hear the to tolling of the cloister bell. That creates a sort of scary thing in itself. Um, and I noticed when, when the Doctor went in to see, uh, to see what was wrong, I absolutely loved the red lighting scheme of the TARDIS. It made it look awesome. And I'll tell you what it reminded me of. It reminded me a little bit of the, mas the, uh, the Master's Paradox machine. If we can go all the way that far back. So, what do you do when you're confronted with the ghost? Well, I suppose you do what the Doctor did on, um, on the Orient Express in space. Except, this is the drum. Under the lake! You uh, get the ghost to chase you. You try and understand it. You have an exhilarating chase sequence. Although, I was a little bit disappointed that we got a, a, hologram, a hologram Clara. But, 
the, the, the subsequent confrontation more than made up for it. Tense and funny. Yes, we got Sonic sunglasses again. Yes, I gritted my teeth and thought, well, I suppose they know what they're doing. And I know they've got to have some sort of MacGuffin, some sort of uh, get-out clause. But it would have been really nice this time round if they have a proper gadget. I mean, have you seen the TARDIS? Have you seen how beautiful it is? Have you seen the science fiction elements of the TARDIS? I mean, at least a pocket calculator, something, but sunglasses, please. So whilst you was watching this, what were you thinking? I was thinking, if ever there was a place to visit, it would be um, an abandoned village at the bottom of a lake after, uh, after a dam had burst. That's what I was thinking. The creepiness, the writing on the wall, it's similar writing to that of the Satan's Pit. Maybe it's the same writing. Maybe it's connected. Who knows? I must admit, that only occurred to me as I was recording this. Now, it really is quite terrifying when you see the ghosts and they're all chanting, but they're, they're saying the same thing over and over again. I imagine if you was confronted with that in your normal day at work, you'd be a little bit, a little bit creeped out. Now, I don't know about you, but I thought Capaldi had this, this gravitas about him, this almost Tom Baker stature to his performance. I mean, there's certain times you can see he's, he's well versed in, in Doctor Who, but, but there was more than a little, a little alien doctor about him. He seems to inhabit all the doctors at once, and I think that's absolutely splendid. Now, we got a lot of, um, a lot packed into such a short episode, and I think that sort of shows just how well written it is. Um, we have running around, we have a proper cliffhanger. It really is good. We have ruddy deadlock seals. I mean, I don't know about you, but I get a lockpick. So, all in all, I don't know about you, but I thought what really strikes me is rather than, rather like a, a scientist on a deep-water oil drilling facility of the future, I'm immersed in Doctor Who. The final scene of an eyeless Doctor spinning in the cold waters sent from the past, where something had gone horribly wrong, is a shock. The eyeless Doctor... I mean, even though you know that something obviously is going to happen. The Eyeless Doctor was a bit creepy. It was a bit Event Horizon creepy. The base was a little bit Aliens creepy. So many different science fiction elements coming together as one. I found it enthralling. What about you? How were you with the dark? The Sword, Forsaken, Temple.
This galactic netbite has been brought to you by ImperialSteam.com. Why not follow me on Twitter at ImperialGnome? Email me at ImperialGnome at gmail.com or look me up on Facebook or just ask my galactic netcast friends how to contact me. You have been listening to a production of Galactic Netcasts. For more about the show you just listened to, including how to subscribe and give us feedback, plus additional podcasts from the Galactic Network, daily news features, videos, links to our social networks, and more, go to gncasts.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.